0: Look, this is, is rational goddamn morning. You know what it is. This isn't even a, this is you know what it is. What's well good though? had a lot of games. We had Saturday games for the first time. I guess at that time of the year we have Saturday games, man. Anyway, not the point here. So for First game. Well, one of the two Saturday games was the Texans against the Jets. The Texans was in a. They were in a close game. They struggled for the majority of the game against the Jets, but they got that win to secure their spot in the NFC South. So good for them. And the Browns. I Told you about that boy Baker Mayfield. I told you he' gonna get sick. I told you the Browns are gonna get six wins this year because of Baker Mayfield. Now you're probably thinking, "What is six wins in the NFL?" But listen. Six wins for Cleveland is phenomenal. That's phenomenal. They beat a potential playoff team in the Broncos. Deuce Baker is the real deal. I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, the Texans needed that one, man. And DeAndre Hopkins, who I feel like is the best receiver in the league, I've said this before, had 170 yards and two touchdowns, so he had a money ball game. Just saying. You know, then we had the Sunday games. The one o'clock games were decent. The Cardinals ripped the Falcons forty to fourteen. That wasn't much of a game. Julio Jones actually had a receiving touchdown. Yeah, I know. That's what I said. It just seems to not happen as much. Lions beat the Bills. Two teams out of playoff contention, so this is really just for the next season. But uh the Bill Josh rookie Josh Allen getting a getting a dub like that's important sorry about that. My dog is acting really strange. What was I saying, man? Yeah, good one for the Bills. I guess for the rookie Josh Allen, this is good going into next season. And, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, the dude gets the job done. He's not the most accurate, he's not as accurate as Baker Mayfield, but he kinda gets the job done. You know I me? Mean? Packers and the Bears play. See, I would love to sit here and tell you how the Packers won another division game, another division title. But no, we are the third best team in the goddamn division. You know, it's fucked up. In the beginning of the season, I said that this only made, them, made the Bears only the third best team in the division. I do know who the real best, do you know who one of the real third best team is in, in the division? Yeah, it's the Packers. So I guess the joke's on me, right? The joke's on me, we're the third best team in the division. Maybe fourth, <laughs> the Packers are <laughs> low-key garbage, but hey, whatever, then. we still got Aaron Rodgers. So I guess we're not. So, this is, uh, this is, it's, it's hard to find the words of, what to even make of the Packers at this point. I really don't. It's like they're not good, but they're kinda good at the same time. That's like the best way to describe the Packers. Um I I don't got no word for you. I don't got nothing for you, Chief, I'm sorry. Packers suck this year. Then we had the Bengals beating the Raiders thirty to sixteen. Now, I want to talk about this for a second. So, where we stand right now, the Oakland Raiders are 3-11 and with John Gruden and first-year head coach. So, what is Rash's assessment of the Raiders? The Raiders can actually, what I've noticed about the Raiders, the Raiders can actually score points. Because in the, in the last few weeks, they've been able to score a lot. Of, they just beat the Steelers last week. They can score possibly score along with these elite teams. Now, is their defense abysmal? Yes. But the defense was already abysmal. It was just being hit by Khalil Mack. See, it's it's, it's weird. Because looking back, Loki key John Gruden is kind of smart for trading Khalil Mack. The defense. The defense was going to be slightly better than it is right now, slightly. And bear in mind, they're competing with the Chiefs and the Chargers in their in their division alone. I feel like there's a four. I can't think of a fourth team in that division, but you you get the point. It's it's a. They have two very elite teams. Oh, the Broncos. They had the Broncos in their division. See, point being, they would have been. In a four-way in a four-way fight, just for this year with Khalil Mack, they would have been fighting just to get barely anywhere. They're not better than the Broncos. The Broncos pretty much got knocked out of playoff contention this past week, and the Chargers and Chiefs are elite. So look, there's no point in competing this year, at least for this year. I think don't yo know, watch out the Raiders. The Raiders might be that turnaround team next year that plays really well. It might be the ones. Ah, and ladies and gentlemen, we have the game of the week with America's team. Yeah, so America's team uh, beat the Cowboys twenty-three nothing. I'm just playing. My bad. The Cowboys lost to the Colts twenty-three nothing. Now, to some, this might drive you as a bit shocking. You're like, how could the Cowboys possibly lose? They're about to go to the Super Bowl. What do you mean? How could they lose to the team like the, like the Colts? Let me explain. See, if your head isn't stuck up here, now I ain't even going to go there. But if you're not a delusional Cowboys fan, you kind of knew this. See, after this game, I don't feel any different because I knew what the Cowboys were before this game. So you're thinking about the Cowboys. This is what they do. At least this this version of the Cowboys. Great running game. Very medium passing game. It's very okay. It's very it's like it's like getting it's like getting pizza from anywhere where you live. It's like it's pizza. It's not amazing, but it's not bad either. It's just it's just pizza. The Cowboys are pretty much pizza they're just pizza. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but <laughs> they're just pizza. Okay, you guys can run the ball. Okay, cool. You have one elite receiver. Okay, cool. So does the other half of the league. Cool. You have a great front seven. All right. I do have a good front seven. I'll give Dallas that. But what happens when you play an elite quarterback like Andrew Luck? You get shut out twenty three nothing. Let me explain a little bit. They don't. They didn't have anybody to cover T Y Hilton, who's the most underrated receiver in the league. I've said that also. They could not stop Indianapolis's offense whatsoever. And you think? See, this is the thing about when the Cowboys beat the Saints. I wasn't overreacting. I have a friend who's a Saints fan. I told him I was like, this really isn't a big deal, and he and he acknowledged and he agreed. Because I, they're not consistent. I don't. I'm not worried about the Dallas Cowboys. All right, you know what? You know what? If you're a Dallas fan, you mad right now? Let me just give you a hypothetical. Let's say you had to go to the playoffs. Let's just say, you know, what? I'm not going to give you the first, the first two seeds. What if, what if, what if the Cowboys had to play Chicago? Bro, they can't beat Chicago. They can't beat Chicago. Stop it. Stop it. Well, actually, they would be playing a wild card team, so they would be playing the Seahawks or the Vikings. And let me ask you something right now, listener that's listening to this. Do you really think the Cowboys can beat the Seahawks in the playoffs? No, if you do, you're delusional. I'm sorry. And I don't care how you feel. You're delusional. Can they even beat the Vikings? If the Vikings are hot, they're going to annihilate the Cowboys. But the Vikings aren't always hot. They're inconsistent, too. They can be hot on some days. Because last week, they played like shit against the Patriots, but this week, they put 41 points on the Dolphins, so it's like... And now, this week, Kirk Cousins wants to throw a bunch of deep passes, but he couldn't throw one last week. It's very, very interesting. Very interesting. Very interesting. Anyway, the Redskins still somehow stayed alive in the playoff race, winning 16-13 off a late field goal against the Jaguars. Is anyone really worried about the Redskins at this point? Okay, I'll move on. All right, so the Ravens lasted, winning a game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, staying alive in a very competitive AFC. I'm going to come back to the Ravens because I... My prediction is they're gonna lose that they're either gonna win a division or get knocked out the playoffs and the Colts are gonna take their spot. Cause I think the Colts are for real. I think the Colts are gonna take it. Well what I mean by that is the Colts are going to get into the playoffs somehow. They have to. They have to somehow get in. The Seahawks shockingly lost a late game to the 49ers. I I thought they'd be a shoo-in. And this was a very bad week to lose a game for them. It definitely hurt them because now they're in the twilight zone. If they lose once, they can possibly be out the playoffs. So this was certainly not a good week for them for Seattle. Moving on, we had the Patriots beat the Steelers 17-10. And I picked the Patriots to win this game. I think what are some things that I noticed when I was watching this game? First thing I noticed Brady looks a little off. Something is odd about Brady. Am I over here throwing in the towel after losing two in a row? No, no, let's not, let's not, let's not, you know, let's not jump to conclusion. But Tom Brady does seem a little bit off. And they're probably going to have to play the Steelers again come playoff time. And you know who I would pick to win the rematch? Yeah. Not my twelve, the other twelve in New England. Yeah, I I I'd pick them. Oh, there's no Monday night football game today? Oh, 'cause they had a Saturday. Okay, never mind. And then last night we had the, the heavy favorite LA Rams at home going against the Eagles, losing thirty to twenty three, even though they didn't have Carson Wentz. Eagle, the Eagles are very—they, you know what you know what it is about the Eagles. They are your typical hey, NFC East team. They look shitty, and then one day you're like, "Where was this all year?" It's like, which brings up an interesting topic between the two quarterbacks. That it seems like you know, just from a basic—if I had to make a basic assumption—I would say. Seems like they throw the ball more downfield with Nick Foles, and throw more short to medium passes with Carson Wentz. And you're probably thinking, "Nah, that's that's bull crap, Rash. You don't know anything." Well, why is it that Alshon Jeffrey seems to have a bunch of yards when Nick Foles plays, and during the whole season when Car- when Carson Wentz played, Zach Ertz has the most yards on the team? It's a little interesting to me. So, if I had to say what their struggles are as a team, besides injuries, it's definitely the play calling. Play calling is very... When I think of the Eagles play calling, a bunch of question marks just come up in my head. I'm just like, I don't know. Uh, that pretty much wraps up the week. I would love to sit here and tell you that the Packers are going to get in the playoffs next week. But, <laughs> yeah, that, that that's out. That's out, I'm sorry. So, as AFC stands right now, we have the Chiefs at the one seed already clinching, the Texans at two at ten and four, the Patriots at three at nine and five, the Steelers at four at eight and five, and at the fifth seed, the Chargers are eleven and three, who have also clinched already. And the sixth seed is the Baltimore Ravens. See that? Those games are going to be very interesting. Very interesting. Because if Baltimore loses, the Colts are gonna get in. And I see the Colts winning out. See, I can see the Ravens dropping one of their last two games. I mean they have a rookie quarterback, and the way they're playing is good. But is it sustainable? I don't know if it's sustainable. Let's look at the let's look at their last two games. The Chargers and the Browns ouch see the Ravens gotta play the Chargers that's that's tough that's gonna to be tough and it's in LA it's a that's tough bro and then the last game of the season they gotta play the Browns that's not a, that's not a walk-in that is not a guaranteed win at all they might lose that they might fucking want lose that one too uh, to be honest, I like Lamar Jackson, but as far as this year goes, I think they're done. I think the Colts are going to steal their spot. The only, way to, the only way the Ravens get in is if the Steelers blow it. If the Steelers blow it and they steal their spot, only way. Now, in the MC, NFC, we have three teams that have now clinched: The Saints, the Rams, who are the Saints, the Rams, and the Bears. And the Saints. Don't the Saints play tonight? Who is? Oh. Okay, I'm I'm getting off track. Anyway, the fourth seed is the Cowboys, which is a very fickle fourth seed, and the fifth and sixth seed are the Seahawks and the Vikings. Like I said, you see the interesting thing about this is that the problem is the Seahawks. That, them losing that game yesterday hurt them. And the Vikings are way too inconsistent for me to believe in them for two games. The Panthers are pretty much out. I don't believe in them. The Redskins, I don't believe in them. So you know who that leaves? As the one team that seems like they could break it out of here? That's right. The Philadelphia Eagles. As crazy as it sounds, I could see them stealing the NFC East. Because they would... I'll be Washington based on one percentage. And that just leaves Dallas. Now I'm going to look at Dallas's last two games, and let's see where it takes us. Buccaneers and Giants. Oh, okay. They could probably beat the Buccaneers and probably beat the Giants. But again, this is Dallas. So I cannot guarantee these things. At all. Now, now it seems to me like there's going to be a nice big dogfight in here. These last two weeks are going to be very interesting. Because between the 4th seed, the 5th seed, and the 6th seed, and the 7th seed being the Eagles, a lot can change. A lot can change based on these last two games. Other than that, I don't have much else to say. I think that pretty much covers everything playoff related I can think of in cheesehead related, of course. Now uh, we had a, there was a game award. There was a gaming awards the past week. Uh, there was God of War one game of the year. Goat of War, I like to call it, which it should have, because God of War is amazing. But the game announcement, they announced a game very near and dear to my heart. Yeah, I'm talking about the MK, That MK11 got announced. Oh boy, I bought MK, I bought MK, MKX again just because that MK11 is going to be serious. And that 21 Savage song, that shit was fire. I stopped uh, stop playing Red Dead at least for now just cuz I got th- I got to a certain part and I don't want to I don't want to spoil it. I just I just want to say I got to a certain part i'm taking a bit of a break from it so right now i'm playing mortal Kombat. i'm playing the spider man dlc with black cat and going through the thick and thin of that so you know interesting stuff man but uh that mk11 that oh my god that shit is godly. you need to check that out if you didn't already other than that uh i really don't got much to say i don't know why people still listen to this shit i'm gonna try and come up with a catchy title that's pretty much, I think that's the only reason that keep people coming. Anyway, I'm going to try. So if you enjoyed this podcast, which I highly doubt, this is the Morning. I have a book out and another one coming. But for now, you can pick up Stormcry. Shinobi's Plunge into the Dark World of the Land of Storms. And that was freestyle. I didn't even read off that. Anyway, you get the goddamn point. It's available on Amazon. Check it out. Check me out at Rash. And uh, yeah, fuck you guys. Have a great day. Hey, quick interruption here. You like my podcast? You like hearing me ramble? But you kind of get tired of me hearing me ramble? See, you don't have to because podcasts aren't the only thing I do. I don't just have quick hot takes, sporadic thoughts. I write novels which are well-thought-out, concise wording. And me in particular, I like to put that with a plethora of action and fighting scenes. With plenty of action and shit-talking. Because what's a good fight without shit-talking? My latest book is about the journey of Zimrachi, plunged into the dark underworld of the land of storms, Facing the darkness of his brother tragically being cut down in the midst of his life. He leaves his homeland, facing the cruel world of of the land of storms, as he searches for the flame for combat he once had. Alone he walks his journey, until one day the Contessa appeared, offering him the opportunity of a lifetime. He was given a chance for the justice him or his family was never given. And now the ugly ugly truths of the world he can uncover and regulate himself. Before Zenrachi and Katessa became sworn enemies, would they lose, lose themselves dancing along the edge of sanity? In the midst of dark truths, will they find the truth about themselves, the secrets of a fragmented past that's now created a downpour of chaos? Reign of the Fallen is my second novel, the sequel to the first, Stormcry, a part of a series that I call the Storm Series. The third and conclusion of it is coming soon, but you could pick up the second one and first one on Amazon and Kindle. I'm really proud of the second one. I really enjoyed writing it. I think you will too. Um, Double the length of the first one. I really tried to expand upon the world and the characters that I created myself. I wouldn't it's definitely action adventure and fantasy, but I consider it mythology also, except there's no mythology, it's not based off of mythology, it's one that I created on my own, and I think it's something that will take time to uncover, but I think it'll be really interesting, so like I said, Amazon and Kindle, another option if you don't feel like hearing me talking for another 20 minutes, so why not go check it out? I told me the gun this is rash I'll check later